Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to another great episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast with your host, me, Anthony J. Here we search out for individuals who have had growth in one way or another during their lifetime. Guys, welcome back. Community, welcome back. If you, this is your first time here, you're a, you're, you're a newbie, you're a rookie, welcome to an amazing podcast packed full of information, tips and tricks on fitness, mindset, nutrition, you name it, we cover it and it is, it's just amazing. We bring the fire every single time. So guys, thank you for joining Please subscribe. Uh, please, please give us a good, a good five-star rating and actually give a comment and if you like it or not. But guys, this is a very special four-part mini-series that I have uh, solicited the good, my good friend and fellow nutrition coach, coach Josh Pierce. Um, he was all the way from Florida. We kicked this off um, with a four-part series and we thought it'd be very, very, very um, intuitive and very, very educational to start talking about what is actually going on right now with the coronavirus and the COVID-19 and what this should actually mean to you going forward and how you can tackle this thing head on and not sit around and lose those gains that you've worked so hard for through your fitness and your nutrition needs. So guys, this, we kicked this off in a four part series and it definitely part one is um, how to make the most out of a negative situation. We go into part two and how to stay active during this time. Part three is, why, believe it or not, training should not be your number one priority right now. And we actually talk, give you tons and tons and tons of feedback and nutritional tips on, on what you should be doing right now instead of freaking out and trying to do three workouts a day and, oh my gosh, all these things, the gyms are closed, we don't know what to do. Guys, that's really not the most important part right now, okay? We dive into why movement is very important and why nutrition still is king when it comes to all these things. And you guys, the fourth and final part is just the common mistakes that are probably being made by you today or they may be made by you in the future. And there's actually what we see is going on right now. And, you know, it's kind of a good segue here from training and nutrition into the common mistakes. And that is one of the common mistakes that we do talk about. But you guys, um, we dive into this. It's very quick. Toss this on when you're going to the store. Toss this on your, on your commute to work. And if not, if you're at home working from home, guys, you can knock this four-part miniseries out in no time. I think the longest, um, the longest episode we put on here is I think around 30, 35 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. But you guys, thank you once again for tuning in. And this is going to be something great and it's really going to kind of help you out in what you should be doing every single day here going forward. I mean, guys, we got another couple of weeks of this, maybe, maybe the end of the month still too coming up and hell, we got to get on track now. We got to, we got to live with a purpose every single day and it's, we shouldn't be wallowing wallowing in, in that depressive underneath that depressive cloud and uh, oh my gosh and woe is me and all these things and you guys we understand that it does hit small businesses and may, you may be laid off right now you may be in, in the unemployment line you may be freaking out right now on how to pay bills but you guys we're gonna get through this we always always do so please please grab a pen and some paper we have some great things firing off on all all cylinders here on these on this four-part mini series you guys once again the sponsor of this podcast is ambition thread company. And you guys, this is an amazing company from a good friend of mine, Tyler Gentry. You guys go back a couple episodes on the Everyday Growth Podcast. I actually have him on. He is the owner and creator of this amazing, amazing apparel line. And I do believe um, with wholeheartedly with my soul that this is going to be the biggest and best apparel company that has ever hit the market. You guys, it is everyday wear. It is fitness wear. And he's actually came on and granted this community and anyone who wants to listen to this to use the code every day. Um, when you check out, you get 20% off any and all purchases of apparel. That is forever, guys. That is nonstop. Please take advantage of that. Once again, guys, thank you for tuning in to Everyday Growth Podcast. Can't wait for you to listen to this. 
please give us your feedback. And um, I'm really, really happy that uh, my good friend Josh Pierce came on and knocked these all out in one day. And we're going to get these all out to you guys. ASAP. There is no wait on this. So guys, thank you so much. Once again, peace and love. We are here for each and every one of you. Mr. Josh Pierce, my good friend and fellow nutrition coach. How are you doing today, my brother? Excellent, my man. <laughs> good, man. So today, um, you and I are coming together to put together a four-part mini-series here, what to do, a lot of things here over the coronavirus with the lockdown that we got going on, man. What's a little background we came about this? I know you got contacted me yesterday and you're like, hey, man, this is what we need to do. We really need to educate the people today. Yeah, dude, it really just started, first off, we, for those of you guys that don't know us, and, and I'm not going to go into a deep high-level overview, or I'm not going to go into a deep overview, but give you a very high-level overview, we both went to our level one nutrition certification together and have been friends since. So basically the last like year and a half or so connect probably on a monthly basis by phone. And I just gave him a call yesterday when I was on my walk or, you know, just kind of chilling. I think I was making dinner or something, gave him a call and got to talking about everything, how this has affected our business and how this has affected the value and impact that we're able to create. And this kind of segued into, wow, we should really do something. We should record a podcast again soon. He's been a guest on my podcast a few times. I've been a guest on his and uh, it just came about that, hey, we, we could talk for days on this coronavirus situation, how to make the most of it and prioritize nutrition, prioritize workouts. What should you do? What should you not do? And we just kind of realized that we're going to talk for hours and we better break this down into like a mini series and, and give you guys like straight to the point value in each episode. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, roll this out in four parts. First one is going to kind of intro the situation, intro what's going on and talk about how you can maximize your time during the coronavirus situation. So a lot of you guys are working from home, on lockdown, gyms are closed, limited groceries, all of that. We're gonna tell you what you can do to make the most out of this situation. So that way when this all passes, whenever it passes, you're not sitting there thinking, oh shit, I just lost all that progress that I made in the first quarter of 2020 or 2020. I almost said 2018, how am I thinking? In our first quarter of 2020. And uh, the second episode we're going to do is going to be talking about uh, workouts and how to really maximize movement during this time. You know, of course, you're not going to work. You're not going to the gym. That leaves a huge void in your daily life and your daily activity. And you need to replace that with movement at home, you know, just by increasing stuff. So we're going to talk about that. The third one is going to be uh, talking more about nutrition and why you shouldn't be prioritizing your workouts during this time. And a high level overview there is your workouts are just a fraction of your daily calorie burn. You can get a much bigger return on your investment of time and energy and stress and all of that if you focus on the nutrition piece. It's just going to be much more impactful for you in the long term. And then the fourth one is going to be just tying things off with mistakes not to make during this time. Mistakes that will leave you feeling like you just fucked off this entire time and right. lost all your progress or you know, leave you feeling like you didn't have a chance to get ahead when everybody else is out there making progress and, and working toward their goals. So that's kind of what we're going to do today. And uh, we're going to roll them all out to you guys all at once and really excited for that. So yeah, did I miss anything there? No, dude, you hit everything nail on the head. I think the one thing I want to say to the, for, to both of our communities right now is like, this is a time right now to, you're allowed to be emotionally scared. I get it. There's a lot of things going on out there, but the whole, a big picture of me and Josh getting together is to kind of cool that down a little bit and try to get you guys to understand that all this progress that you've had fitness wise, nutrition wise, it's not going to go away and you can really control the things that you can control. And the things that are out of your control are definitely 
what is going on in the world today with the coronavirus and having to be home and work from home or not work at all, those things do suck. They do impact your life. They do impact your gym performance and nutrition, but they don't have to. So you're looking at it. We want to say you're looking at it the wrong way and we're going to dive into all of that, guys. So the number one thing we want to talk about in this episode is how to make the most out of a negative situation. I'm going to let Josh kick this off because I know this is one that is near and dear to his heart. He had a lot of ideas on it yesterday. Dude, what do you think, man? I know the one thing you told me was abundance over scarcity. And I love that, man, because you're, you're so all about that. Yeah, that's huge, man. I, th- I think it's so important that you're and, and actually to take a step back, I've come from a background of scarcity mindset and I still struggle with that today. And, and if you don't know what scarcity mindset is, it's, gosh, I don't even know if I can summarize this. It's really like thinking small, thinking everything, you're coming from a place of scarcity, like everything's limited, your time's limited, resources are limited. And really, I realized that that is just the programming that you know I had inadvertently been programmed into from my childhood the way my parents thought and the way my you know what was programmed into them and and the beliefs that ultimately controlled the direction of the life uh, that I was leading and later on in life literally within the last six months or so I realized like holy shit I've been thinking about this all wrong there is a place of abundance you can be thinking of and when you're coming from a place of abundance when the way you see life is out of a, a lens of abundance it changes everything and it, it changes a negative outlook on a situation and turns it positive. It, it, you know, it's, it's like looking at the glass half full rather than half empty, right. you know, that kind of thing. And, and so often we think this situation like this is, especially with the coronavirus situation, it's, Oh my gosh, I can't work out. I can't go to work. Oh my gosh, I can't get my groceries. I can't do this. Stop thinking about it from a place of, I can't do this right. and start thinking about it from a place of, wow, I get to do this. I have so much more time to focus on, nature, getting outside, doing the things that I love. I'm not commuting anymore. Oh, look at the things I can do now with that time. I can maybe start reading, journaling, getting a morning workout in, all sorts of different things. So really it just comes from seeing the positives in this situation. Yes, it's a shitty situation. We're not taking that away from you. Like it sucks for everybody. And for those who have been personally affected with the virus or people you know that have the virus, it's even worse. But that's not going to change the situation. We could sit here and dwell on it, but the reality is like the situation is going to be what it's going to be quarantine or not. You can either move forward and progress and seek opportunity and, and be better, come out of this a better person, or you can sit there playing victim in scarcity mindset and look back and realize you just got nowhere. And at the end of the day, if you play victim, I mean, not to say that you're not, like a lot of people have been victimized by the situation, whether you're out of work, laid off, whatever. If you play victim and continue to really like wallow in that, you're not going to get anywhere. So the choice is yours. You can seek the opportunity and, and realize all the opportunity that this is creating and, and make the most of it. Or you can sit there and wallow in your, really in your situation and not really go anywhere. So it's up to you to decide where you want to be in 90 days. And that's just the thing too, like you are allowed to take your licks with this, whether you're affected by it or not. And most people are affected by it and will be affected by it down the road. There will be more layoffs. This is what happens when these things happen. Um, People will lose their jobs. People have to work from home. People have to go on employment. But like Josh is saying, like you can either tuck tail and run and sit and not do a damn thing about it or take your licks, wipe off your lip and say, what else do you got? Because that's the biggest thing. That is the biggest thing to move forward each and every day. This, you're at home, whether you have loved ones around you or not, 
kids around you or not, your animals around you or not. Like you are home, make the most of it. Like when, when is the last time you took time to clean out your closets? Go for a mile run, try to PR that mile run, try to get outside more, try to take pictures of nature more. Like this is the time to be positive. Like everyone says, I don't have time to do those things in my life. I wish I had more time, Josh. I just wish I had more time to work on my side hustle. I just wish I had more time to work on my hobby. It's like, ha ha, the tides have turned, haven't they? Now you have the time to do those said things and spin it to a positive way. And I'm not saying brush the negative underneath the rug, like those negatives and you know, when you dwell on those things, they're going to be there. You're allowed to have those damn emotions. We are human, but you don't lay in that bed. You don't lay in that bed. You don't quit. Spin the positive on it. And once you start looking forward to things like Josh said, I get to stay home with my kids. I get to be home with my, my boyfriend, my girlfriend. I get to do these things that I wasn't able to do. Everything fucking starts to change. Dude, that's such a powerful message. Yeah, and, and one of the things I remember, one of my business mentors taught me this and, and he always said, small people run from their problems. Hmm. Big people face their problems. And that's something right here. Like, yes, this situation is a problem. And, and the small people are the ones that are sitting there working all day in their pajamas and, you know, two weeks into this nonsense and still feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm a pile and I'm not getting anything done. I'm not moving towards my goals. This sucks. I just want this to be over. Big people see it as, oh my gosh, I have all of this new free time on my hands. All of a sudden realized I don't, those things that I was spending my time on, they're not that important to me after all because they don't support my goals. They don't move me closer to my goals. And actually, I can be so much more successful with my goals now that I've removed those from my life and have an opportunity to create new, new opportunity. And you know, one of the things I've been working on with a lot of my one-on-one clients this week and last is creating a, an ideal morning routine. And that one's huge because the one thing, when I ask people what their morning routine looks like or why they don't have a morning routine that they're confident in, they always say they lack time. And I get it. You people are involved at the same level and from there now time we all maybe work our eight ten hours a day or whatever your situation is but the rest of the day we're not going anywhere we're, we're stuck home trying to figure out what to do with that time and yeah maybe you choose to you know watch netflix eat wine and eat wine and drink cookies drink wine and eat cookies yeah, that sounds good to me man that sounds good to me <laughs> right no it's great but if you're choosing to spend every night like that when right. you could be working on that side hustle working on that dream or going to bed at a decent times, so you can wake up and actually have that ideal morning routine. Oh my gosh, it's a completely different situation. So, you know, big thing there is just see it from a place of what can I do, not what, you know, how negative the situation is. You know, just seek opportunity in every situation. Right. Like you have no, you really don't have an excuse not to do it. Now, if you sit around and you keep doing the same thing and you wallow in that own self pity and woe is me this way and that way, like nothing's going to happen. Like you just said, and I want to recap on what you just said, just a tiny bit, because there was a little bit of fuzz there guys. So I do apologize for that connection. By the way, Josh is in Florida. I'm in Chicago. So that's going to happen. But Josh is saying everybody has the same 24 damn hours in a day. What you use that for is completely up to you. Can you rest? Can you take this time for rest and relaxation? Please do. Please do. We live stressful, stressful, stressful lives. 
this may be a time where, hey, you don't have to get up at four, five, six o'clock in the morning anymore. You can sleep in an hour, a little bit hour later, or you can get up, go for that morning walk, have that morning routine like Josh said. And I think that's this, this first episode, I think if you can take one thing away, it should be that and that alone. That morning routine, guess what? You have time for it. You don't have an excuse anymore. The restaurants are closed. The bars are closed. Your friends can't ask you over. All these things. You want to sleep in until noon and not do it? Guess what? That was on you. You want to wake up in the morning, putz around Netflix and chill first thing in the morning? Guess what? That's on you. All those other outside forces that you wish weren't there and I wish I didn't have a weekend plan here. I wish we'd have to go to that party. Guess what? They're gone. They're completely gone. So now what's your excuse? You don't have one. You can still get outside and walk. You can still do a little bit of workout first thing in the morning. Do it before your coffee or shit. Grab your coffee and go for a walk like Josh does every single damn morning. And he makes a video. He enjoys the morning first thing, first thing in the morning right away because it's what he likes to do. It's kind of his way of waking up to, to, to his routine, to his morning routine. And that sets the pace for his day. This is all about setting the pace for your day, guys. You shouldn't be dwelling until noon, one, two, three o'clock, then get your day going. I mean, if you guys are out there working, congratulations, you're heroes. Some of us can't do that. I get that. There's a lot of you that have to go to work. I get that. Thank you for your due diligence and you guys doing that. You're heroes in my eyes. But for those who want to change, this is the perfect time to change. And I, I love that you're trying to get your clients into more of a morning routine because right now that is more important than ever because we really have no excuses to do that. Exactly. And, and one of the things I just want to share a little bit about that so that those of you at home, I know a lot of people struggle with that morning routine. And I know that one, because I coach it. And two, I was that person. I struggled with it. Gosh, I, I struggled with it until very recently, actually. And so for Bro, years, me too, like, I had nothing. I had nothing, man. You, you actually, believe it or not, you actually impacted my morning routine. And this is where you impacted. I remember one of the early podcasts we did. Now, for years, I spent, I spent trying to take other people's routines that were successful and just apply them into my life and realize, all right, this isn't working. This isn't working. This isn't working. Nothing ever worked. It all sounded picture perfect. I do this and then I journal for 10 minutes and this is what I journal about. And then I do this. Nothing really worked for me. Um, but the one thing that really stuck was when you mentioned the importance of it, the importance of making your bed and why they, you know, like in the military and, and all of that, you get that one easy win under your belt for the day. And, and I remember that. And I use that as an example in my coaching all the time. It's like, if you know you should make the bed every morning, but you don't, and, and it's like a goal of yours, but you just don't, you just get lazy and don't do it. Think about what that does to your confidence. You mm. can't even trust that you can do something as lousy as making your bed when you say you're going to. Integrity is, is doing the right thing when nobody's there to, to look over your shoulder, to watch you, to force you to do it. That's integrity. So when you walk out your bed, out of your bedroom and you leave your bed unmade, when you know it's like something you should be doing, you, now you're, you're telling yourself you're going to do that and you can't. You don't even do that. So you don't trust yourself to do a small thing. How can you trust that you're going to follow through with your goals and get that job, that job promotion or lose the weight that you say you're going to or build this new lifestyle that you say you want? If you can't even do something as small as making your bed or going for a walk, or writing down three things you're grateful for. So that it goes back to the integrity. And, and, it's a, and on the flip side of that, it's a great way to get a, those, those few easy wins under your belt. So I always say, I kind of want to walk through this real quick. Um, close your eyes and picture your five, in five years, what your ideal day looks like. And now to save time, 
just picture what it looks like from the time you wake up until the time you get to work. What does your morning routine look like in five years? Because in five years, you plan to be a lot more successful than you are now, I hope. Um, and your day probably looks a little bit differently. What kind of things will you be doing in your morning routine in five years? And now take that, those things, and make them fit into your day right now. And how you do that is start by listing everything that you would like to do in a perfect morning if time wasn't an issue. Everything that you would like to do. If you want to work out, if you want to stretch, if you want to do yoga, if you want to read 10 pages out of a book, if you want to sip coffee on the balcony and, and uninterrupted for 15 minutes, if you want to watch the news, whatever it is you want to do, write it on a list. And then go through that list and, and add, even add the things you need to do, like breakfast and shower and all of that. And then go through that list and mark down how much time you would like to give to each one in a perfect world. And then start with, and, and then prioritize them based on, you know, starting with the shower and getting ready and then probably breakfast and then work backwards, backwards in order of importance. And what you have now is a priority list of things that you can add to your morning routine. And now take the, the time, if you're working from home right now, take the time that you have to open your laptop and start work and work backwards from there. So say it's 8 a.m. Work backwards from there and start with the most important thing. So probably shower and get ready. So say that takes 30 minutes. All right, so now we're at 7.30. And now we've got to make breakfast. Say that takes 10 minutes because you can eat at your desk. All right, now we're at 7.20. Now I'd like to get a nice walk in. That's 20 minutes. So now we're at 7 o'clock. And just continue reverse engineering that until you have everything added to your morning that you would like to do in a perfect world in five years. And don't worry about the order, the order that they actually play out in right now. Just we want to figure out the time that you need to wake up. So then we can reverse engineer that and figure out eight hours from then is the time that you need to go to bed. So now we have a picture perfect night of eight hours of sleep, waking up and doing every little thing that you wish you could do in the morning. And for me, that took years to craft and years to figure out. But now what I've realized is I can wake up at 6 a.m. I do 10 minutes of meditation. I pour my coffee. I do a 20 minute walk. I come back and I journal for 10 to 15 minutes. And then I make my breakfast and then I go about my day. And I have all these perfect little things in there, the journaling, the walk, the coffee, these, these things that I want to do in five years, I created them right now. Because the reality is if you can't make time, if these things are important to you and you can't make time for them right now and you won't make time for them right now, when you have nothing else going on, when you have plenty of free time on your hands, I am not convinced that you will be able to do that in five years. If you can't figure out how to do this shit right now, you will not do it in five years because you're only gonna get busier more responsibility. This is going to become less of a priority if you can't even make it a priority right now when you have nowhere to be. So that is my spiel. I will get off my soapbox about the morning routine. But the reality is like, if you can't make it a priority now, you're never going to. I'm not convinced you're serious enough about it to make it a priority in a year, let alone five. Right. And if you can, it's going to be 10x as hard to do it down the line than it is right now. Because right, right now you have the time. You have the time. And if someone's listening to this right now and you have a shoe full of kids at home and two dogs and all that. I, I get it. I get it. It's even more important for you to try to prioritize some type of nighttime routine that leads into a better morning routine because without that nighttime, there is no morning routine. You can't just go to bed at midnight and be like, oh yeah, Josh said, I'm going to wake up a little bit earlier every single day. Well, no, you're, you're shutting that window of your sleep. It's just going to, everything's going to blow up and, over, and, and start blaming us for what's really not happening. And I love the fact that you work backwards. Now, that's a great way of looking at it. And you're actually killing, if anyone listened to that, like, man, that was a great idea for Josh. I never really thought about it like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 
give a little bit of insight here. He just killed two birds with one stone. If you go ahead and put pen to paper on what he said, work backwards, guess what? You just started time blocking. Now you started time blocking your day out. Now you're looking at a piece of paper like, holy shit, I did what Josh said. Now I just did what Anthony said. Now there's time blocking down. And now my day is actually, my routine is a set in stone morning routine. And guess what, Josh, what happens after about 60 to 90 days of doing exactly what you just said? It's not even 60. I know exactly. I know it's not. I know it's not. 90 days. I bet if you did this morning routine and stuck with it for the next 21 days. Right. And maybe crafted it a little bit after the first couple days to figure out what really works. You're going to have a solid morning routine in a month. And, and the reason that is, is because you're, you, you buy into it when it's your own, when you believe in it, when it works for you, now you're more likely to wake up and do it. When it's, if, if I'm taking Anthony's routine and, and just trying to apply it to my day, fuck if I'm no. going to wake up at that time to do it. Like, no, there's no. nothing about this routine that I think is going to benefit me. But right. when it's mine, when I closed my eyes and envisioned the things that I want to do with my morning, and if that's sitting on the freaking balcony and having coffee for 15 minutes without moving, without talking to anybody, without my phone, so I can disconnect from the world and just watch the sun come up. Now, that gives me something to look forward to. And it gives me a reason to get out of bed and get excited. And now you're not groggy getting snooze. You're like, oh, great. I get to start my day. I get to go on this walk. I get to, I get to start you know, responding to people in the DMs and adding value to people's day. Like Whatever it is, you should look forward to it. And that, like he said, you build out, you build out a schedule. And, and I like to have this morning routine written down so that so it's almost like a to-do list. You work your way through it and you get one, two, three, four, five wins under your belt before you used to even get in the shower. Right, right. So. That's the big thing. It's just this big confidence builder from the first time. From right when you hit, you don't hit the snooze button, boom, your alarm was off, boom, your feet go on the floor. Guess what? You're already winning. Before you leave the house, everything's working. The bed's made. You're coming home to a made bed. You're already winning. You're starting a day on such a positive note. Nothing can go wrong. And let me tell you what, if it does go wrong, you do hear a speed bump, it's nothing. You're like, meh, whatever. It's like swatting a fly out of your face, swatting a mosquito out of your face in the summertime, man. That's all it is. It's a buzz by and you're like, yeah, done. Get it out of here. And before without that, with, before without that routine, you'd be like, son of a bitch, nothing's working. You know, I don't know what's going on. You do know what's going on. You do know what's going on. And, and if you don't have a solidified routine, you, you still have these things you want to do, but then you hit snooze, hit snooze, hit snooze until you're waking up late for work. Um, and then uh, what you do is, is you wake up with a big fat L under your belt. You just took a big loss and now you got to start your day with an L under your belt. You know, Horrible. so we can talk all day about the morning routine. A couple other things, just rapid fire real quick. What are a couple other things that you can do to make the most out of this, this situation with Corona? What, what do you think? You know, a couple other things that you would just give some people right now. Besides the morning routine, I would say since you have the time and maybe you are getting done with work or not working at all and you are at home, get your stuff done, wrap some things up and try to shut off all the electronics at, to, to adhere to a nighttime routine. This mm -hmm. is the time to try something new. You all know about the morning routine. You know how much that can build you up and you know how much that can actually bring you down during the day. Josh just said it. We just went over it. Listen to it. Rewind it. Write that shit down. Try a little bit to get to bed 30 minutes earlier tonight. Then go 45 minutes earlier the next day. And then go an hour. Try to see if you can get to bed a little earlier to wake up at a decent time. Next thing you know, you're actually putting in that seven, eight, nine hours of insane amount of sleep. And you're going to wake up like a fucking rock star. Yes, yes. And it really comes back to holding yourself to the highest standard. Like, do you really deserve to get five hours of sleep and be low functioning the entire day? Or do you deserve to wake up on eight hours of sleep, feeling refreshed and not groggy, ready to attack the day. 
and it really exactly. comes with creating control and just just creating control in as much in as many situations as you possibly can. And that's what I was going to tie this off with was instead of seeing this as, Oh my gosh, this sucks. Yes, it sucks. But winners are going to go out there and create control where they can. And sometimes you're going to have absolute control and great. Take advantage of it. Sometimes you're going to have little to no control at all. Great. Take advantage of it. Do what you can do the best you can in every situation. Um, and one more that I wanted to add in there is structure, maintain structure. The reason we struggle on Saturdays and Sundays, as opposed to Monday through Friday, is because we don't have the structure of our weekdays, like our work schedule, the kids go to school, workouts scheduled, all of that. We don't have that on the weekends and we struggle, right? So I always used to say, the key to having a successful, used to, I always I still say, key to a successful weekend is to take some of that structure from the week and plant it into the weekend. Now, right now, your weekdays are pretty whack as well. Do the same thing, take some of the structure from your normal life and transplant it into your week, your weekdays. And maybe that is mealtimes. Maybe that is waking up and going to bed at the same time every day. Maybe it's going for a walk or scheduling your workouts or getting them done before you start your workday. Whatever it is, try to create that structure and identify where your areas of friction or weakness are and get out in front of them with structure or additional levels of accountability somehow. Absolutely. And use this structure, use this platform, use this base and the concrete to build the foundation of something beautiful that's going to come to you after these two, three, four weeks that we won't be able to go back to gym, to the gyms and to work and go back out in the public. Once, if you take that time, I can promise you, and so can Josh, we can promise you that you take the time now to build that structure. When you start adding all that lumber to that house, when you start adding all those two by fours, guess what? You are going to have such a more powerful structure structured week, month, and year ahead of you. Take the time now because we don't have the time after. We know we're going to get busy. Josh Pierce, thank you so much for episode one, brother. Where can everyone find you really quick? Absolutely. So Josh Pierce Nutrition on Instagram, uh, Facebook. I have the Fit to be Fierce Facebook tribe. It's a free tribe. Massive community where we're all, we're all working together toward the same common goal of fitness and nutrition and just trying to create the lifestyle that we know we want to live when we get there. We're creating that right now and learning how to live our goals or reach our goals, living the lifestyle we want to create in the future. So that way, when we get there, we don't have to let our foot off the gas. We can work right through the finish line, living the lifestyle that we've really our dream lifestyle. So Fit to be Fierce Facebook Tribe, Josh Pierce Nutrition. That's what I got. Guys, what is going on? Uh, I'm Anthony Guzzo. I am at Everyday Anthony J on Instagram and Everyday Growth Podcast. Guys, thank you so much. Once again, we will see you soon in part two.